Good morning, Graceway. Today is Monday, November 11th, and this is Han from the Graceway Morning Bible Study Teaching Team. So far, in the previous podcast, we have talked about the conversation between Jesus and the scribe on what the first commandment is. Today, we will be continuing our journey through the Gospel of Mark with chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. If you want to follow along, I'll be reading from the NRSV version. Let's begin. It was two days before the Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The chief priests and the scribes were looking for a way to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. For they said, Not during the festival, or there may be a riot among the people. While he was at Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very costly ointment of nard, and she broke open the jar and poured the ointment on his head. But some were there who said to one another in anger, Why was the ointment wasted in this way? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and the money given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has performed a good service for me. For you always have the poor with you, and you can show kindness to them whenever you wish but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for its burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the good news is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in remembrance of her. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. When they heard it, they were greatly pleased and promised to give him money. So he began to look for an opportunity to betray him. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Today's passage begins with the Jewish authorities' plot to arrest and kill Jesus. The text starts with an announcement that the Passover was only two days ahead. The Passover was one of the biggest Jewish holidays in which Jews celebrated their rescue from Egypt. During the Passover, Jews all over the nation made a pilgrimage to the temple in Jerusalem, so the population of Jerusalem swelled tremendously. The chief priests and the scribes wanted to capture and kill Jesus because his movement was getting big. They feared that the Romans would destroy their city because of it. But they had a problem. Because of the Passover, a large crowd formed within Jerusalem, and they got very cautious of causing any uprising or disturbances. It will make a better sense if you think of big sporting events where people get easily agitated. 
which can lead to violent and unlawful behaviors. It is always wise to be careful around a big crowd because they can always turn into a mob. The Jewish leaders knew if they caught Jesus publicly, it would definitely stir people up because of his popularity. When they had given up on the idea of arresting Jesus, an unexpected guest visited them, Judas Iscariot. The chief priests and the scribes were delighted. Judas had the exact information they were looking for about where Jesus was and what he was doing. This information could get them to capture Jesus undetected by the eyes of the public. And Judas soon began to look for an opportunity. While the story about the Jewish leader's plot to kill Jesus is unfolding on one hand, Mark begins another story. A story of Jesus being anointed at Bethany. This new story of a woman's devotion to Jesus stands in stark contrast with the first story in which the plot to kill Jesus is discussed. In the second part of the story, we see Jesus visiting a house of Simon the leper to spend time with his good friends and followers. And at this gathering, a woman anoints his head with oil. This part of the passage, I think, focuses on Jesus' attitude in times of angst. Even though Jesus is aware that the moment of his suffering was approaching quickly, he stayed fully present among his people and enjoyed their company. Of course, it isn't that Jesus doesn't think about his own death because in the next few verses, he does mention his own burial. But the thought of his own death and suffering didn't stop Jesus from appreciating the present moment. He did not let his future interfere with his present. So instead of agonizing about his future pain, Jesus received love and devotion from the woman and reciprocated love by defending the woman against the critiques. The attitude of Jesus teaches us how we can focus on and make the most out of our current situation. In this story, I also want us to pay attention to the woman's act of breaking the jar open. In the ancient Palestine, the flasks used to anoint corpses were often broken and left in the coffin. This may explain Jesus' mention of his own burial because the, well, the woman's act of anointing him um, might have reminded him of his uh, coming mission of crucifixion. So the woman's act of breaking the jar both signified her anointing of Jesus as the Messiah and the preparation for his death. Fragrant oils were luxury items in the ancient times. The Bible records that the ointment the woman used cost 300 denarii, a year's wage of a laborer. I imagine 
The equivalent of the woman's act, when translated in this modern context, would be something like giving away your brand new car to someone you love that cost you your year's paycheck. That's quite significant and a bold move. Instead of pouring part of the oil out and saving the rest for later, she chose an irreversible act. She was determined to serve Jesus, and unlike a car that can be retrieved and reused, the ointment was poured out and could not be put back into the jar. Well, I want to pause here and see how this passage can apply to our own life. What I want us to think about is the woman's act of breaking the jar open. The woman expressed her love for Jesus by offering what was most precious to her, and she did not hold back. She broke the jar open. And her action comforted Jesus, who was on his way to accomplish his messianic mission. Can you think of anything that might represent your jar of alabaster oil? If you were to serve Jesus, would you be ready to break that jar? What would be holding you back from doing that? That's it for today, but be sure to join us next time for more from the Gospel of Mark. This is Han, signing out.